Hey y'all, what's up? This is your girl P, aka Vital, and welcome back to another episode of Vital Chats with P podcast. Listen, I am so happy for the support so far that you guys have shown. It's been great. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed, have been enjoying season two so far, and is you know giving you something to listen to, whether you going to work or you just sitting at home or whatever you tend to be doing and you just need something in your ear and you decide to listen to me, I appreciate your support. So thank you so much. Um, and of course, I'm always going to give a shout out to Spotify and Anchor, my sponsors, of course, um, for allowing me to be on this platform and of course, allowing me to be able to express what I want to say. So I'm going to dive right into it. Oh, real quick before I get into um, this topic. And this one is called understanding is vital. I feel like we do not take time to really understand things. We are always misinterpreting. Um, There's always a miscommunication. Dialogues don't seem to be on the same wavelength. And so I just want to talk about how important understanding is vital. And I'm a big person. I don't like to be confused things that don't make sense. I'd be like, Mm-mm, I don't understand it. Me and my sister, she has the saying, you know, you got to make it make sense, not just to you, but to everybody. And in this world, that's not happening at all. So before I get into that, though, I want to give you um, a little bit of an update. I do have, I'm at a drum roll. Oh, I do have a new podcast website. Yes, I do. I did it. I did. It was really easy, but it wasn't easy because I'm a really, I I really just am determined about what things look like and I don't know, but I did it. And so we have a podcast. Um, it, so you can go to www dot at the end of this podcast I will give you the rest.com no really at the end of when I'm done talking I'll go ahead and give you the rest of the um <laughs> of the website so you can join in and you can be able to listen to my podcast now you can choose where you want to listen to it you can find it all the episodes are there for you now so it's perfect it's just perfect and it's for everyone Soon, I will be transferring it over and it will end with what I wanted to end with. But for now, we have it up and running and it's going. And so I will give that to you later. Also, get ready for season three pretty soon coming down, 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 down the line. Because um, I'm going to begin season two um, out the way here really quickly, especially with summertime coming and everything. And I want you guys to just be able to listen, enjoy and keep going because I'm going to be doing the same. Um, but we're going to be ending this season going to be talking about sports um, because we're going to be rolling up into the football season and basketball season is over. And I know some of you guys enjoy sports and I'm here to talk about it. It's a few things that happened. I was able to talk about it and I was like, "Mm, I want to talk about it. See, I do talk about it. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about health, um, staying healthy, staying fit and all that good old stuff in a way you need to because I have some miss um, under misinterpretations of what good health was being around different types of people. And I just have to like, say how I feel about the whole health, um, trends and everything that's going on. So I'm going to be talking about that. 
And of course, I am going to be talking about spirituality and everything else to that nature. So just stay tuned. I got some good topics coming above, coming ahead. I said coming above, coming ahead very soon. And I want you guys to really enjoy it. So I'm going to go ahead and get right into it, y'all. Okay, so I was on Twitter not too long ago, um, probably last night, (laughs) honestly, I think. And I saw a tweet that I just, I wasn't, I don't, I didn't like it. And so I'm going to go ahead and just reference it. I'm not going to say who the person was or anything like that, because there's no need to, because this has been said so many times. And I guess just seeing this one was just the, I, I'm over it. Um, so the tweet is that, um, it says that because a woman I'm sorry, let me, let me go back to the original tweet. It says, boys not easier to raise than girls. Some people have just decided that boys are just easier to neglect. And people were commenting in on this situation. And I I totally kind of agree. Boys are not easier to raise. I'm sorry. Boys not easier to raise than girls. Um, No, I, 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 I don't think. I think boys, boys are harder. Boys are way harder to raise. Um than girls. Um, and I think that's just it (laughs) for me that I truly believe it when it comes to my son and daughter. Um, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with my son more on occasions than I am with my daughter. So this next tweet is what threw me over the loop. It says that because a woman cannot really show a man how to be a man, you can kind of guide him but most single mothers just mold boys into what their ideal of a quote unquote man is. And that's why society is the way it is as the number of single mother households increase in simplest form. So pretty much in a roundabout way, he's saying that the reason why there are so many single moms in the household is because mothers are raising their boys to fit a mold that apparently all single mothers don't know what a real man looks like. And so they can't show them or guide them or do any. I mean, he said you, so you can't show them how to be a man. <coughs> Listen, okay. I believe what he was, I I get what, I feel like I kind of get what he was trying to say. Maybe what he was trying to say is that I cannot show my son how to be a man, which I've said this few times in my podcast, because I am not a man. That, that I can understand. I'm a realist. I can understand that, you know, I don't have a, I don't have the equipment. You know, I can only guide him to being like, all right, you know, this is what you're supposed to do. You know, I, I can understand that. Like, I get it. I'm not a man. That you know, when things happen in man body, there's nothing I can tell my son about that. Hey, you, I'm, I mean, I am throwing him to his father. Like, here you go. Anybody, somebody take him. I don't know. I, am, I don't even really want to Google it no more. Like, Lord, the stuff I have Googled about what boys go through. I said, this is stupid. I mean, Ours is worse, but this is just like, it's just gross. So (laughs) I was, I understand that, but what you're not going to do is say the rest of that. Like, 
That's why society is the way it is as the number of single mother households increases. You not, you, what you're not going to do is put everything that is wrong with society on a single mother. And it's her fault. Let me, let's, let's just backtrack. I mean, if, if we're going to, if we're going to talk about society, since you want to put society into it, let's just backtrack because what single mothers are you, are, you, are we talking about single mothers as a whole or are we talking about single black mothers? I'm not making it a race thing. No, I'm not. But when you say society, I now have to include all my counterparts because you branched it off, but the the ending of it was too narrow. If you feel what I'm saying, like as a single single mothers, that's not our fault. Who know, who knows what situations happen? You, you could be a single mom from health reasons because the the dad or any or the dad is is gone or the other the other parent is is gone and they they died they maybe they had to move maybe there was you don't you can't sit that's a situation like becoming a single mother is usually a situation a unfortunate situation that happens that that leaves it and it really that you that's that's what it is so what is your terms on single moms? Because your ending made it really just narrow, if you feel what I mean. So this is why I feel some type of way. Because if you're talking about, like I said, single moms as a whole, yes. It is very hard as a, as single mother, for single mothers as a whole to deal with a lot of issues. But that is not the blame on single moms at all. Now cut. I am still a black woman. So when you want to put into that phrase, society, who was it that came up with the entire agenda of welfare? Now, um, don't get me wrong. It is a great thing. It's a good resource. But here is the other flip side to it. Because of the way black people were entered into this structure of America when it comes to that, even though African-Americans actually receive less benefits than our counterparts. That's a different title. You guys, there has been a stigmatism placed on Black single moms that we use the system, we use child support, we do all these things, we don't work, we don't graduate, we don't get educated, we don't do anything, we raise bad baby kids, we get food stamps, we sell them, we don't do, we ratchet, we get, and that, that is what I heard from this. I didn't hear anything else. So that's, let me just be honest. Like when he said that, Everything was cool until he got to that last part. And that's why society is the way it is as the number of single mother households increase in simplest forms. Like, no, the reason why the household is increasing is because we have to both take blame. Men also have left. You can't just put everything on the woman. You can't do that. Like at some point in time, the 
the the father, the the head of household, that symbol became tainted. Men left the households. Y'all forgot about drugs. You forgot about when when that whole idea of, of, of when crack came in and it took a lot of our black men away from households and everything. And it didn't become an issue until the, our other counterparts said, oh my goodness, we're losing our families too. And now we need to do something about it. And that's where we're, that single moms didn't happen just because men left the house. No, what you did was y'all brought drugs into the, the <laughs> y'all brought drugs in and then you got all men hooked on them because they were stressed out from the low pay that they was trying to receive from you guys working hard to take care of the family that they were taught to come up with they needed a break they ain't had no weed apparently i don't know what they ain't had no weed believe me i understand the stress that you can get you ain't got no weed maybe but they didn't have nothing else and they decided to try that crack and then the crack came and he was like hey honey here you go and then y'all decided to take that plot on it and then become a mobile global business and the entire tech okay i'm not going to break it down but that's just how my mind sees it right right so when i think about why the black man is no longer in a house is because i think that you guys brought in something that took that away because even back in the days yes men were doing whatever men it's not like we were all perfect men and women were doing whatever they want even in the back back and back in the days but the thing was men would have two different families still do what they supposed to do and we're still providing and still doing all that stuff is when y'all started messing with us like you saw that you couldn't bring us down so that's what i'm talking about when i feel about my black people don't do that because we were doing just fine and then you start coming up with more ways and more more bs to keep us down now you need a degree well now we're going to expand like it is so many things that happen that caused for the, 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 to try to damage and bring us down and to not allow us to grow and succeed that allowed for single black women, I mean, for allowed for black women to have to step up and take on that role. Now, like I said, you got to put blame on 50-50, right? Women, when that time happened, I don't know what happened, because I know, I know women was doing drugs and everything too. And a lot of that was left on the grannies. And then the grannies died. Whoever was the, the patriarch of the family, they got, they gone, they left, they, they passed on. Things got rocky and we forgot what we were supposed to do. Cause we never got, like, you see, like it was just a, it was a domino effect. He left. Then we never really got it. Granny was ready. We was trying to like, it just got messy. But we can't sit here and just say we couldn't like really just be like, hey, because there were single moms out there who was like, you know what? I see what is being done. I'm going to do better. And that's why you do have these black men who are out there being extraordinary, raised by single black women because these women molded and, and, and realized that they needed to place them, themselves in it or their sons in situations that will allow them to grow. Even if they didn't place them, she spoke something to him and said, you don't have to be here. And somebody there was like, Hey, I'm going to take you under my ring. Now, 
we can't we now we do know that no there was games and stuff like that you know a lot of our our men went to the games and stuff and found ways to find you know that that solitude from from a father figure and everything because fathers matter and men are important i don't care what nobody says i'm not taking away from nothing else but i'm going to speak my truth they were important so they found out that was it all good no but there was a the gangs back in the day, the old school gangs, the ones that actually had some type of like uh, to them. Because nowadays these gangs ain't they ain't the same. They found that in it, you know. And even from there, you hear about guys who've left gangs, they moved on, they're doing good, you know. At the end of the day, though, they needed that father freaking figure. And so, what you're not gonna do, sir, is just come at women in a general without saying, you know what. It's not hard to raise men because I'm a man myself. And because I'm a man, I understand. You didn't do that. He didn't do that. He did not do this. Okay. And I don't know if he is my other counterpart, if he's a black man or whatever. I honestly don't care. I don't think he is honestly because we ain't saying stuff like that. So he must be. But either way it goes, it was just ridiculous. And I did not appreciate it like at all. Um, it's, I just didn't like it. And I just, you know, I had to say something about it. I said it, you know, I was like, I replied right to his tweet. Like, you know, I would break this down and show you how wrong this is, but I'm just going to allow my honorable son who is well mannered prove it all. Like, that's crazy. I'm like, I'm, I just, I don't like it, you know? Um, <laughs> it, it just really, I don't think people truly understand and they miscommunicate a lot. But it was just, it was too, that was too, ugh, and it was two sides. And I saw all angles of it. And you came at women, you came at mothers, and then... <laughs> Honestly, you you came out my sisters and nah, all that ain't going to happen. None of them ever will do. So I had to let y'all know about that because that really irked my nerves. And so for him to say, you know, we don't don't get role models or any of that. It's just, I don't know. I, I just, if you really don't understand... And if you never had to, that's great. I'm, I'm happy for you. But really? No. Like you you don't don't speak on things to that nature because again, it it just it shook nerve. Like I am just really still upset. Like I, I just don't understand it at all. Um I don't. I will say though, when you're guiding into when you're trying to find that ideal role model, because I understand we don't always have that. Like I said, I understand his points. Like we don't always have that real role model, you know? So we may have to find it in other ways and other things, but that doesn't mean we can't have the intelligence to know what is healthy and what is not healthy, especially when it comes to having role models or creating that that image or picture and so I want to go ahead and transition to role models because I'm not gonna lie I have to talk about this 
I've had role models that I have looked up to like disappoint me. And I can only imagine, you know, I can't be the only one who have looked up to people. And then as you get older and you start to see things, you're like, oh, ugh. And I know they say don't get caught up in the hype and stuff. But, you know, for some people, if you didn't have that type of role model, you kind of you went to go find it and see it. Right. So I'm going to talk about one role model for me. And I don't know if it's a Walmart, but some, I just felt like she was just like, you know, bomb to me. And, and she ain't been, been, been doing what I've been thinking she was supposed to do. And so I'm going to, I'm going to hit it up. Cause I already talked about it. Um, before I want to talk about Jada. I want, <laughs> I'm so mad at Jada. I'm so, so mad at Jada Pinkett Smith. Ah, when I was a kid, I literally just like, I looked up to her like growing up. I was like, oh, cause she, she was small. She had this act. She was a, a beautiful actress. I loved her and set it off. Like I just thought Jada Pinkett Smith. I was like, that's it. Like I, that's what I want. The way she dressed, the way she, she articulated things, the way she tried. Like I remember she, when she was doing the whole singing stuff and everything, I was like, she just wants to try different things, even if it don't work out. And I just thought that was so dope to be so in tune and authentic with yourself that you're willing to just do anything, whether it even works, and give it a go. And if she would do things, her hair would be long, it'd be short. And of course, as I've been reading, I understand the issues she's been dealing with. But honestly, it kind of, she kind of got to me when this whole situation that she did with my boy, Will Smith. Like, listen, I like me some Will Smith. That is my dude. Like, and I don't know why. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but that's my boy. So seeing them together, I was just like, oh, that is just like so cute. Like, they just out here just being black couple goes. And then here she come being toxic. Like, the things she would do and did, I was like, this, this is toxic. Like, you drove this man crazy. Like, you really kind of drove him nuts. And it was like, what what made me have this idea that she was just this great role model? What was it? How did I come up with the the qualifications or everything to say, you know what, this is, this is who she, this is who she wants to be. And then kind of feel some type of way when I realized like, oh, she's like toxic a little, like she, she doing my boy wrong. <laughs> like to me, I just had to sit down and, and kind of go back for a minute. Like what, what, what am I basing? my ideals and stuff on and it it kind of had me thinking so when I saw his tweet and everything I just I had to break it down because I'm like where did this whole role model com- concept come from like how did we get so into this role model phrase that when people are humans and they mess up, we get mad not realizing like they're just humans. Like, when does a good role model become a bad one? 
Like I was watching this Instagram thing and um, B. Simone, you know, was talking about, you know, Martin Luther King, you know, and was he, was he a great man? Was he a great leader? And when I think of great leaders, I think of a great role model. Those are the, to me, those are the same things. You know, if you're a great leader, that means I want to, I want to follow you. You're you're a role model like Barack Obama, great role model, great leader, right? Okay. So she started breaking it down. She was like, yeah, you know, Martin Luther King did this, 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 but he cheated on his wife. He wasn't a good husband, which means if he wasn't a good husband, he wasn't a great leader. And that's where the fine line of being a role model and great leader start to kind of diminish itself, right? Because he did all these great things, but he cheated on his wife. And now that doesn't really make him a great leader because if you can't lead your home, how can you lead a nation? Did he really lead the nation? These these are just things that you know I, I hear and I see and I wonder. I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm here to make you think, here to make you understand how this works out. Like, does the home reflect what you do on the outside? Because how many people do things inside and then on the outside, they're the greatest things ever. And you will never know until it comes to light. And you're like, oh man, maybe they're not as great as they are. Is it they're not as great as they are? Or did we forget that they're not like gods? Like they're, they're people, they're, they're human. Where is that, that line drill, right? For instance, I don't know if anybody has watched the uh, Michael Jordan documentary. You know, and you know, they're always comparing LeBron to Michael. Don't, I mean, I, uh huh. See, told you we're gonna talk sports, but there was um, <laughs> an episode where Michael Jordan wasn't looked at as a great role model because he didn't take a stand during this election period with this mayor that was up and coming, right? And he was like, no, nah. and then everybody was like, he looking at him crazy, like, oh, you don't, you know, you don't do that. And then he ended up having, you know, the whole gambling thing where he was like, well, I'm not, I don't have a gambling issue. I'm just rich. And I like to gamble. Makes sense. Right. People found that out. Oh, he's not a good role model. He was like, well, I wasn't trying to be a role model. I was just trying to be a great player. So do people make it that you're the role model and that makes you a great leader. And then you supposed to walk into those shoes, not knowing because people were mad at Michael. Like, and I was like, okay, I understand that. But then in all aspects, when he said, I wasn't trying to be that. I'm just trying to be a, good, a great basketball player. Well, then I, I guess really, I guess does it depend on your status or what you're trying to be or who you really are? Like once he said that, it, was, it made sense to me. I was like, oh, okay. We really, you, nobody can really get mad because he's still human. But could we get mad in the first place? Because he was always going to be human. And whether he decided he was going to be a great role model or not, he, you don't, you don't ever decide who's going to look up to you. You don't ever get to decide who's going to look at you in a different light and in a different way. You can only do the best you can. But does that really take away? Does what you do in your personal life take away from everything you do? 
in the terms of the real world? I've always wondered. You know, and because we, we do it. We, we, when we hear people do things and say it, you're like, oh, man. Oh, that's crazy. But do we really stop and just forget all about them? Or do we pick and choose depending on what they did that was wrong? Right? Because in all cases, a lot of people, when they bring up R. Kelly, oh, we shouldn't listen to his music no more because he did this and this and this. But then when you look at his background and what led up to him being this and that he was abused and then he ended up becoming the abuser, does that take away from his talent and his skill and what he did for those barbecue cookouts? I mean, come on. Step in the name of love? Get out of here. Don't tell me when that mug come on at one of them cookouts, you ain't trying to two-step with your last auntie you got. Get gone somewhere. Ain't nobody got time for all this. What I'm saying is, is that people really need to just step back, be realistic, and make sure that the pot that they have ain't black while they trying to talk about everybody else's kettle. I'm just saying. We really... And I checked myself, I was like, man, like, as much as I'm like, I'm mad that she did my boy Will Smith like that. I'm like, she's still human. And what she went through caused her to be like that. Now, that doesn't mean you're supposed to stay like that. Like, if if you realize that you are a toxic person, you should change it. Now, if you choose not to change it, that means you're choosing to stay like this, and that's fine. But I can't, I can't deal. Like, I'm going to be like, yeah, look, that's all on you, and you have fun with you. But... We just can't sit here and act like people's experiences and journeys and stuff do not influence how they can be. But that does not mean you cannot change it. That does not give you an excuse or a pass. It just allows for people to understand and have a way to figure out whether or not they want to be involved or not. If they want you to be a role model or not. So even when you're coming up as women, we're looking for our spouse, I said spouse, our spouse or our partners, whoever, whatever you're looking for in this idea of a man or woman or partner, whatever, you have to really understand like they are human and we need to be real. We need to put all the cards out on the table. Stop trying to hide things and being like, oh, I'm going to work my way up. Listen, this is it. This is it right here. So you can have an understanding. And so then that way, we as two people can decide what's the next move. You know, give me the idea of what you think. And, you know, that's I can't fit into that that role model. And then maybe you need to talk some of this stuff out loud, too, because maybe we say it in our head so much. Talk it out loud and see if it still makes as much sense as it did as in your head. Take that list out. Well, I want my next my next man to be this, 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 and this. And you say it out loud and you're just like, wait, let me say it again in a different tone. And it's still not it. You might want to change your list. Like we really going to have to start sitting down and really understanding what it is we want so that we don't keep miscommunicating, we don't keep 
sending the wrong wavelengths or anything because being confused is not cute, okay? Not being able to really articulate what you are trying to say can cause confusion and allow a person to look at a tweet and be like, "Uh uh-uh. And mind you, this person did um, (laughs) respond back, you know, just saying, you know, wasn't trying to do all that, but still, like, it was it was too late. Um, yes, his point and even his point his reply back didn't make sense. Like, I was trying to make some. Sometimes I think people get so emotionally invested into something they reach for things that aren't even there. I don't think people liked how I worded it, so they got triggered. But that's literally all I was saying. Yeah, your wording was bad. Um, But that's why you have to be able to understand. You got to be able to understand. And that's what this whole entire episode was about. It was about understanding and how it can be miscommunicated and how things can change up. And you really have to just slow down in life. Like everybody's just on fast mode. Everything's just boom, 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 boom. But there is a time... In a place, I mean that's that's in the word. You know, you know, you know, I'm gonna end it with something. Listen, you know, I'm gonna throw it in there. It's it's in the word. There's a time and in a place. There's a time to laugh and there was a time to cry. You know, there was a time to work. There was a time to sleep. There was a time for everything that is under the sun, which means there was a time for you to slow down and understand or ask for clarity to anything that is happening because guess what you may not want to slow down for the word but the word is not going to slow down for you not one bit on anything that you want to do in life so why not why not why not slow down and understand why not take some time to see it from another person person's point of view and so then that way you can you can figure it out you can't always say, oh, but this is just this and this is what's that. Sometimes it's not just that. Because if we keep saying it's just that, that's what we're going to be raising. If you have kids, it's, it's that, there's, nothing's going to change. Like Nothing's going to happen. It's going to be the same thing over and over again. Now, I understand there's nothing new under the sun, but can we have at least one thing new? Can we at least try? Can we at least attempt to just make strides forward in something that's better? Because if not, we are literally going to be watching more damage done than we think. Like, it only takes a little, it only takes like a little hole, a little crack to cause a big destruction. We all know this. I mean, that's in science. I mean, you literally take one little thing and it, make, it, it can become big. So that's that's pretty much all I have to say on that. I don't have nothing, nothing too much else more. It's nothing too else much more. Listen to me. It's, and that's why, see? So it's that time. That's all I wanted to talk about. But just remember, as you're going about during your day, your life, whatever you're doing, do, through your journey and through your experiences, being willing to understand 
and vice versa is going to help in anything that you do in life. Asking for clarity, being vulnerable, open enough to wanting to do that, even if it's small, but just taking those steps because misunderstandings, yes, of course they're going to happen, but it's the repetitiveness of the same misunderstanding that starts to become redundant. That's all I have for you guys today. Oh, okay. So back to the website. Um, So you want to check out all the podcasts. You can go to www.podpage.com slash vital chats. Okay. I'm going to say it one more time. That is www.podpage, that's one word, P-O-D-P-A-G-E, dot com slash vital chats. The S at the end, yes. And I'm, I'm not saying it, I'm saying it slow so you guys can really understand what I am trying to convey here to you guys. I want you guys to go to the website. You can click, you can, you can listen to it however you want to listen to it. If you can't find it, there, there is even um, a RSS, RSS, I get excited, RSS feed button that you can hit. It's all there for you. I've set it up. Um, you can subscribe so you can put your email address and anytime that there's a new episode, you can get email and updated. Um, I'm going to be working on an email list so because I want to be working out on some some merchandise and stuff for you guys. So like I'm just really, really excited. Um, again, season three is going to be more about all the guests. I want people to come on my show. So if you want to be a guest, I'm going to start working on um, a link that you guys can go in and you can sign up on the different topics um, and and decide which ones you want to come up and be a guest on. And it's nothing big. We're literally just going to be talking like we sit on the couch and we the bestest friends in the whole wide world, okay? Because that's what we do. If you a guy, we're going to sit up here and we're going to have some real conversations because, you know, we're going to get it. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about everything. There was nothing too big or too small (laughs) for my podcast or my God. So that is all I have for you guys today. Again, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I hope you guys got something from this today, whether it was a laugh or just anything inspiring or anything bad, or even if you don't like it, just be like, Hey, you know what? I didn't like that one. I can be like, Touche. I'm so sorry about that. And then we can just keep it pushing because it is all love from your girl Pete. So just remember that you guys are amazing. I love you guys. Um, remember that you are beautiful. You are amazing. You are awesome. And you are vital. And I will be talking to you guys later on. Toodles.